Hey guys, this is Wade Aaron with Christ's Word Podcast, where we discuss different evangelism topics, anything from sharing the gospel, praying for the sick, making disciples, and even hearing powerful testimonies that we believe will build your faith. We hope you're encouraged by this week's episode. Alrighty, so excited to be back with you guys this week with Christ's Word Podcast. And, uh, you know, last week I actually missed one episode, and I apologize about that, but the week before I talked about having a burning heart for the Lord and if you haven't listened to that yet, I encourage you to tune into that. And in that last episode, I mentioned that I would have Daniel Hoyos back on the show with me. And so, Daniel, so excited to have you back on the show. What's up, Wade? I'm excited to be on on the show again. And my heart is burning for Jesus, too, man. Well, that's awesome. Well, uh, you know, today uh, what we're going to just talk about is uh, the blood of Jesus and how the blood of Jesus has power in our lives. And so we're just going to have a dialogue and conversation about the blood. And, um, you know, Daniel was just sharing with me right before we got onto the show about the power of the cross and, and a message that he heard. And so, I don't know, I'm actually going to toss it to Daniel to let you share just a little bit. Wow. Um, I'm not sure if you just kind of want to share, even I'd love to hear maybe some of the revelation that the Lord's been putting in your heart or maybe something that was stirred about the blood of Jesus and the power of the cross. And we'll just kind of see where this, this conversation goes. And I uh, just encourage you as you're listening, just you know, think about how you can apply this in on your own life. And then uh, you can ultimately share this with others, not only believers, but unbelievers. And so, uh, Daniel, uh, yeah, just we'll just see what the Lord leads. Yeah, thanks, man. So on Saturday, uh, Wade is referring to this message that I heard about the cross. And... The whole message was really just a depiction. It was uh, Evangelist Russell Wood, and he kind of just goes really deep into details of the gory nature of the crucifixion of Jesus and how hard it must have been for him to actually carry that cross and how they tore up his flesh. And um, and it was it was so powerful. I mean, you know, in that room we had about, 40 to 50 people and 10 of them came up and got and got born again. These are people that you would think, hey, they're ready to become missionaries and and go out and preach the gospel. And they were wanted to learn to become messengers of the gospel. And here they are getting born again. And it's just the the power of the blood of the of the cross, really, you know, where where Jesus did shed his blood Um so this is something that I'm grown in the reality and the revelation of the blood of Jesus. But um, I just know that without it, we're doomed, man. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, as you talk about the blood of Jesus and what you were just describing with the cross, one of my first messages I ever preached was on the blood of Jesus. And I, I remember using the, the Passion of the Christ. And if you haven't seen the Passion of the Christ, I encourage you to, to watch it. Some people say, you know, it's kind of intense and, I don't want to watch that and Jesus being beaten and and I truly believe that when we can see what he went through it helps us connect our hearts to his love and and for us in our our relationship with God and I I believe not only was he beaten like he was in that movie but he was beaten even worse possibly you know uh, he was it says that he was beaten beyond recognition and yeah. and so all that being said is there's not only it's not just focusing on what he went through but the power of the blood of Jesus and uh, there's a Bible verse that really has impacted my life around this topic. So Revelation 1 verse 5, it says, Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, 
the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. And uh, it says in that second part of the verse, it says how he who has washed us from our sins in his own blood. And uh, early on in my walk with the Lord, probably right around the same time I was preaching about the blood of Jesus, I actually, uh, one night a friend of mine called me, and this friend called me, and he was confessing all of his sin to me. He was he was drunk, and he was just confessing all of his sin. And yeah. and uh, I just happened to be the guy he called that night. And uh, this was like 2 a.m. in the morning or something. And I got convicted. And at the time, this is about 12, 13 years ago, I was, I was struggling with uh, pornography and struggling with sin. But I was trying to seek to the Lord to the best I knew how. And yeah. I newly saved, didn't really know a whole lot of the Bible. It's probably during the time where I was confused about 12 disciples and 12 apostles, thought they were two different groups. Um, <laughs> but all that being said is... So it was 24. Yeah, I thought there was 24 for a while. Um, uh, but finally realized it was the same group of guys. Um, but all that being said is one night this guy called me and, and I uh, felt convicted. And so I went to the bathroom and grabbed a fresh bar of soap and scrubbed through the entire bar of soap in the shower. Wow. And I was trying to get the, clean, man. trying to get clean. And oh, man, I just kept hearing the whole time, this voice speaking to me, Wade, you're already clean. Wow. You're already clean. So and good, I literally went through the whole bar of sleep, soap. I didn't sleep that night. And later I, I read this verse in revelation one five. And I was like, wow, that connects to that night. The Lord, though I felt dirty because of my sin, I felt unclean. I felt unworthy. I felt so many things that were con contrary to what God had actually done on the cross through the blood of Jesus, which is actually took away our sin and made us clean by his blood. And, right. uh, and so, I, you know, that was a, a, a life-changing moment for you and I, for me, and I, hopefully it's for, for those of you that are listening, it's realizing that you can't clean yourself, obviously, by a bar of soap. Um but sometimes we try to do it through good things. We try to do it by so many works of, sometimes it's the flesh of trying to get right with God. And yeah. uh, the only thing that can do that is, is his blood. And, and so uh, you know, when you think about the power of the blood, Daniel, I don't know if you just, you know, even when you hear that story, I don't, I don't know if there's something stirring in your heart. or Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so there was a time, Wade, when I was first starting to step out of my faith that, you know, uh, and just go out and share Jesus with people that I would experience fear, you know, and um, like there were things that I wouldn't do, right? There were groups of people that I wouldn't go and talk to. And I just remember this one guy who was all tatted up and, you know, I see him walking down this like dark hallway and I'm like, wow, I feel like I'm supposed to go and talk to this guy and just share the love of Jesus with him. And all I could think about was like wow he might kill me you know and this fear was like overwhelming me and uh I, immediately i knew that was like the enemy that was satan and then i just remembered in revelation 12 where it says this is how we defeat the serpent it's by the blood of the lamb by the word of our testimony and not loving our lives unto the death and so i i just repeated that over and over and i walked over there that guy got saved. His wife got saved. His whole family, I mean, just completely got saved. He got set free. And so it was just really powerful. Um, and when I think about that is that every time the enemy tries to, you know, Satan tries to come and attack or be sneaky and put thoughts into your mind, 
you know what? It's the blood of Jesus that really is the answer, that it really is what has defeated Satan. Um, and so, man, I'm, <laughs> the blood of Jesus is everything. Yeah, you know, with, with that, I think about how, you know, the, the devil will try to put thoughts in our mind, put thoughts into our head, and all of those things, you know, we, we can face, we face those things on a daily basis. You can, you can, you can have thoughts of feeling unworthy, feeling fearful, all these things. But like you said, in that verse in Revelation, it says, we overcome, came by the blood of the lamb, the word of their testimony, and did not love our lives even unto death. And, and if you think about what, what he did by his sacrifice and by his blood, um, you know, I, I, I also go back to in the Old Testament where they put the blood of the lamb upon the doorpost um, so yeah. that the angel of the de- death wouldn't come to their home. Uh, and I think sometimes, you know, I don't think we, you know, you, some people I, that, that are listening or I don't know if Daniel does this. I know I don't, uh, you know, meaning uh, sometimes people say, oh, apply the blood, apply, apply the, blood, the blood, you know. Yeah, um, and I don't wake up every day and saying, oh, I got to apply the blood today. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Some people, if you do that, God, you know, do as you feel led. Yeah. Um, but it is sometimes, it's almost like we just have to remind ourselves that the blood of Jesus is covering us. The blood of, of Jesus right. is, is resting upon us and over your minds, over your, your eyes, over your thoughts. Uh, because cause when the, you know, Satan does come by, he tries to to bring these thoughts. No, I'm I'm covered by the blood. That's right. Um, I don't have to. Have, that doesn't have to have authority over me. I I can walk in freedom in this. So that's it. Um, yeah. That's amazing, bro. Yeah, I mean that's that's really it. You know that I think a lot of our freedom comes in what you just said, Wade. That you know whenever we're struggling, we realize, hey, it's not by our own merit. Like we are set free by the by a the blood of Jesus, you know, and, and we applied it by faith, you know, um, that first time that we gave our lives to the Lord and we said yes to Jesus, we, we just received his sacrifice on the cross. We apply the blood. And I think it's just that, that continual application is like you said, a reminder, um, of, wow, it's the blood of Jesus. And I mean, you know, even Jesus said to take communion, right? He said, uh, to do this uh, as a remem- to remember him, and I really like whenever I look at that little cup. You know, you little you peel back the little wafer thing, yeah, for sure, uh, and you see get that little the little red uh, liquid in there. I mean, you you have to remember the blood. There's you know as you're doing that, you have to remember the blood that was poured out for to to rem, to for the remission of sins and I just married a couple recently which actually Wade baptized this guy in a in a cold pool um Sebastian he baptized him in a cold pool about 2 2 years ago now and now they're married and they chose bef- even before they kiss cuz you know when you go to a wedding everybody's looking forward to that kiss you know it's like Everybody was in suspense after they got married, the kiss. And I was just like, you know, hold on. Before they express their love to each other, they have chosen to to step into this revelation, this koinonia, this communion, this divine connection with God, which is holy communion, right? Where we, sit, we, we take his flesh, we eat it, we eat the flesh, 
and then we drink the blood of Jesus, you know, and it's a, you know, and some people think it's, it's actually real. And some people think it's symbolic. Some people think it's somewhere in between, but all I know is that it is a powerful moment when you are standing before God, just you and him. And, you know, if you're doing that with your wife, uh, that's even greater. You know, you're, you're, you're doing it with each other, uh, you know, communion with each other. But it's really about you and God. And you're drinking that blood. You're just remembering, wow, Jesus, you washed me clean. Like, it's your blood that, and I told the bride, I was like, this is why you can wear a white dress today. It's because of the blood of Jesus. You know, like I was even before this, uh, right before you put on the podcast, I just pictured you, Wade, with like a veil. I just pictured you like a bride, bro. And you are the bride of Jesus. And, and I feel like God is like inviting you into like a revelation into a new like bridal relationship with him, man. So I want to speak that over you, bro. But it's Wade and everybody listening. It's it's this is why we can actually be white as snow. It's because of the blood of Jesus, man. Yeah, you know, I think it's I with what Daniel's saying, I I received that word. You know, it's uh, as as a guy and as you know, as a husband, as a, as a dad. You know, being told that you're the bride of Christ takes some humility, right? <laughs> and so, uh, I think it's always good to to keep our hearts tender and remember remember that you know that we are the bride of Christ. That's we right. are receiving from the Lord. You know, uh, we are. He's our bridegroom. That's um, right. He purchased the price for us through His blood, through His sacrifice, uh, and. Um, but with that, you know, I just think about the, the blood of Jesus and, uh, you know, when we do take communion, it's remembering uh, that we can access the Holy of Holies. We can have the Spirit of God inside of us today because of what He did. Like, I think sometimes even in worship services or, um, or our time with God or so many things, or even maybe it is walking around and trying to share the gospel, pray for people, we feel like we have to get ourselves right but wow. the only thing that has made us right is his blood yes. is about what he's done for us yes um and that's what gives us confidence that's what gives us authority um because if we didn't have the the blood of jesus covering us there's no way his spirit could enter us um wow. that would be impossible uh yeah. we, it would be like in the old testament they had certain way of handling the presence of god and the, if they didn't handle it right if you think about the story of david um, wow. he, you know, they handled it wrong and someone died. And today the same way, like we can't, the spirit of God can't dwell in us until we've been washed in his blood and we've received that. Wow. Um, because if you think about it, uh, un- unbelievers, you know, they, they have no, the spirit of God is not in them. The spirit of God may touch them, may minister to them, but he can't dwell in them. And yeah. so it's such a amazing truth and honor that we have confidence by his blood. And so yeah. um, may we remember and remind ourselves of that. Even if you need to take communion today, yes. take his body, take his uh, bread or his blood and just remember what he's done. And don't forget, because uh, I don't know about you, but sometimes it's easy to forget things. And obviously the children of Israel had that issue. Um, they, they kept forgetting what God had done. And so Daniel, you have anything else as we wrap up today's show that you'd like to share with everyone? Yeah, I just want to read a quick scripture here because, you know, you, you made the invitation for people to um, to take communion. And this is something that really stood out to me. I don't know if 
if anybody watched the send, but French Francis Chan got up there as they were taking communion. He was like, I felt like I needed to share this with you is, you know, you said something about an unworthy being unworthy to, to receive the presence. And in first Corinthians 11, it says to examine yourself. And so if you're, if you're taking communion, uh, this is the New Testament. It says, Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. And it even says, For this reason many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. And so... Man, I, I've just been chewing on that because, man, that's in the in the New Testament. And so I really believe that there's this is a reverent moment where we're like, this isn't just something that you do for fun. And, hey, here's some grape juice and here's some bread. And, oh, yeah, Jesus is awesome. You know, it's really taking that time, taking that time to just say, OK, Lord, here I am. It's you and me. And um I realized that you paid the price. Like your, your body was torn to pieces. Like you're, you're not to pieces, but was ripped and, and, and you were bruised and you bled for me and it could, you cover my sins, God, but I don't want to live my life uh, in an unworthy manner of that sacrifice. And so check me, you know, um, and examine and, you know, Lord, help me examine myself in this moment as I as I partake. And then and then just surrender anything that needs surrendering, repent, turn from sin. And and this is just the way that God has kind of made us, you know, um, have a, a long lasting relationship with him. So, man, I wish we had some communion right now, bro. Yeah, that's so good. And. Like Daniel just said, I wish we had some with us. And if you are at home, take the moment as you uh, hear the end of this podcast. You you take the time and, and slow down and and uh, remember and honor Him and uh, allow Him to purify and sanctify you by His blood and through His body. And and so hopefully this encourages you guys this week. And uh, maybe you share this with somebody. Take communion and go share the gospel with somebody uh, yes. fresh with the blood of Jesus freshly on your mind. And if you have any questions, don't be afraid to reach out at uh, info at christreward.com or you can go to our website christreward.com and uh, yeah just uh, you can see more about what we're doing and so bless you guys and hope you guys have a great week and uh, talk to you soon we hope that you enjoyed this week's episode of Christ Reward podcast and your faith was built and we really encourage you to live out your faith and apply what you've heard in your daily life and if you need any more resources go to christreward.com and you'll find more resources there. And we hope that you're tuned into next week's episode as we dive into more evangelism topics.